You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. I need something. I need something hard this morning. <laughs> To open up my Coca-Cola Classic from a can. That is, no, it's uh, his monster. Uh, no, are, are you okay this morning? Monster. Are you okay, man? Uh, are you struggling to turn on the machine? <laughs> I know. Like, I got here, I was like, I'm sort of worried about you. <laughs> what button do I push? <laughs> You're drinking Coke this morning? Know, rough night? Uh, he really did just look at the board and said, what am I doing? <laughs> like, everything's all out of whack. <laughs> You're moving and you can't find anything. Be careful to hear from God. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like this it. is going to be a short podcast. <laughs> oh, yes. We're here on episode 49 of the podcast. Next week is a milestone podcast. Big, big Are we 50, doing something 50. big for 50? We should do something big for 50. All right. I'll bring in another Coke. In <laughs> a Coke float or something. Hey, yeah. Amen. So, uh, yeah, episode 49 uh, here on the podcast. Thanks for listening. Thank I, you. For, I've got an idea. Yeah. Oh, for no. our 50th, we should do a remote podcast from somewhere like a you know restaurant or um, what are you guys doing in your generation, like a coffee place or something. So. Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad idea. I don't know where. You, if you want to organize it, let me know and I'll take the stuff. Or you could <laughs> you could just get the sound effects of people talking in the background, and the people will never know we're not in a coffee yeah, shop. That's, that's valid. That's valid. And we valid. can just sit here. St- Tanner, <laughs> I have a looping track on here. Yeah. It sounds like Starbucks. I, I, I was trying to be like I was like like a regular church member. I just give you ideas, and then you guys do all the work. Right? Yeah. <laughs> mm, what, does that sound like? what does that sound like? Tanner and I were literally just having this conversation. <laughs> we're, yes, we're having an argument about his fundraiser, which I'm all for. His fundraiser. Right, Shout right, out to right. The youth team. <laughs> I, I want to do it inside, mm-hmm. and they want to do it outside. Right, right. But who does all the work when it's outside? <laughs> so I told him, I said, "Not the youth team." <laughs> I said, "What do we have to pay you <laughs> to still do this outside?" Since I said they all thousand dollars. Apparently, they all have to take a day off of work to help set up. <laughs> Got you. There's a Got lot you. of stuff. It just. It it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, it doesn't it's just. Ha- it's not like it just. Oof, so if you're if you're uh, if you're on the youth team and you're listening to this, you are <laughs> required not. to take your lunch break <laughs> to come yeah. help move stuff they're, they're on not. Wednesday, May 18th. <laughs> so, anyways, th- yeah. So that's yeah. You, if you want to organize a nice 50th birthday party for the podcast, birthday party, a nice 50th <laughs> epi- episode party. Andrew, would you take over the board? <laughs> <laughs> then you let me know. And I, is that and really I'll take Coke? The is there is there Jack in here? <laughs> I'm just smelling it. Just <laughs> I've never had a Coke and Jack. It's good. Oh, oh okay. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how to hear from God is not from Jack and Coke. <laughs> yes. Sponsored by. Yes. We are in, but we have made it to Luke chapter 8. We have made it. Made it to Luke 8. To Luke chapter 8. <clears throat> yeah. And um, I was trying to think. There's something you said in one of your jokes. Not your jokes, but you were telling the examples from the um, uh, social media yes. that you got. And mm-hmm. you said something that was crazy in the. Oh, I do have a question. Sorry, while he's sure. while you're, while you're thinking about it. I don't know. Um, I the, did write it down on my phone. I wrote the, the timestamp on the live stream on when it was, but I don't remember what it was now. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what is the like were there any men 
that commented. I think there was like two. Two, so yeah. they're not married, are they? Uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> I was just curious because, you know, when you put up something that about somebody not listening to you yeah. or whatever, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it was, what's that song we sing? Open up the floodgates. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just knew there was going to be a lot of anger. I'm women. a good listener. I'm just not a good, uh, what's the word? Like, once you tell me, and mm-hmm. you, you know, comprehension. You, you, yeah. Well, no, I, I guess I comprehend it, but I, I, after you tell me, usually I just don't have anything else to say. Yeah. You know, I'm a conversationalist. Right. Yeah. So, um, anyways, you tell me to get something done, I'll do it, but I'm right. not, you know, I don't Sit know. and have a conversation about right, it. Right. Yeah. Well, my personal favorite, shout out to my wife, Ashlyn, is do you want uh, red or blue? Yes. Mm. Every single time. If I have ever given that woman an option of something, her answer is just yes or no. Like, that does not tell me which one. Do you want the last one I said? Or, anyways, sorry. It may not be in all marriages, but (laughs) speaking on behalf of uh, those of us on my side of the aisle, depending on your wife's personality, but there's nothing that strikes fear into the heart of any man more than when your wife looks at you and goes, we need to talk. Yes. Yes, Yes, 110%. Oh, you know, great. there's all of a sudden there's a tree that needs to be cut down in the backyard. And I need to go out and get that before it falls on the house. I think what, I think one of the kids just lost an arm. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right, oh, so gosh. Terry, tell us about being careful to hear from God. Uh, the first 21 verses in Luke chapter 8. Yeah, so I'm curious. Let me ask you guys a question. I never get to oh, do golly. this today. So oh, no. We, we start off with the... <laughs> he uh, came too prepared. <laughs> yes, yes. So turn the tables. Um, oh, how the turntables. So speaking of all the introduction, we were talking about the women responding. So uh, I just found it very fascinating, and I don't know, just all these years, never have discovered it. Uh, but in the first three verses, Luke, um, you know, talks about and just names these women that are like random, you know, that, I mean, it just sort of weird to put that in there, especially after we had finished that. So what is, what was your all's thoughts about, you know, how I talked about, I just thought it was interesting. He's talking about hearing and he brings out the women's side of it. So anyway, I'm just, well, I'm, I wish I'm I not heard, a, I'm not a biologist. So I wish I had heard these verses, you know, so, before we named Samuel, cause I definitely would have named my son Chusa. Chusa. Yes. <laughs> the wife yes, of Chusa. Yes. <laughs> So, that is so cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry. What was your question? <laughs> I thought of chorizo <laughs> during the middle of the sermon. I really did. So he starts off by just randomly talking about these three women. And then he moves into hearing from God. So any observations about Mary, Joanna, and Susanna? I'm not going to lie. I, I, if I would have done like a hear journal on this and have been reading it myself, I probably would have not. Thought two it. things about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly because i know the parable of the sower like very well it's one right, of my right, favorites right. and oh, stuff yeah, too yeah. to read about but um and hopefully apply to my life but uh you know i really would have not like i don't mean this disrespectful to women mm-hmm. <laughs> or anything i just really would have not i don't care who whose name it would have been yeah. I, I probably would not have thought two things about well it. i've done well, that for years too and but. for me it's a lot of it, that part of the text felt very descriptive mm-hmm. right like background not background setting but mm-hmm. you know just getting the intro to the chapter. Right. You know right. What I mean, how sometimes yeah. the, the, the chapters start with all these names and places and then they get right. into the meat of it. So, and I feel like when you read Luke, that's what he does with a lot of different set, like it, a lot of different transitions and what mm-hmm. he's writing about. He's a very descriptive writer. And then honestly, Paul does the same thing. It's just different. It's mm-hmm. because all of his were letters. And so like the first, like the it, church, of first blah, Corinthians blah, 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 blah. one yeah. is like grace and peace to you and blessings and everything else. And I'm like, he's just, 
like thanking God for them, which not that there's not anything wrong with that, but like if you read Ephesians 1, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, Galatians, Philippians, every single one starts out that way. So I'm just kind of like, I don't feel like there's a lot to fear for. Me. So if I hear you guys correctly, what you're saying is, is Luke and the Apostle Paul are like your pastor. They're very wordy and they have to give you a lot of details. No, no, no. It's perfect. We just want to move past the intro that you're going to take 40 minutes on. Let me, yeah, let me flip your let me flip your question. Okay, okay. Okay, and this is totally how staff meeting goes. <laughs> What are you wanting us to hear from these three verses? Right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes. <laughs> I missed it. So tell me the answer. What, yes. did I, what are you wanting me to get out Absolutely. Of here? So the answer is <laughs> what I freaking said on Sunday. <laughs> you guys is literally it? just got a full glimpse into everything we do. <laughs> yes. It's very accurate. I, I think it really fits because I think he was really referring to, and I've never caught it before either. I've just glossed over it as well. But I really do think he was saying, because uh, Luke, Luke was intentional about everything he did. And remember, his whole premise is, is he's saying that people are not believing in God's plan. What I want you to do is believe in Jesus. So he's building the case and saying, y'all need to get what he's getting ready to teach you about hearing. And let me tell you, even the women are getting this. So that's my takeaway. Yeah. Well, I mean, but that's true in just about everything. True. Women, women get it first. Absolutely. And that was my <laughs> point. Real. That was yeah, my very point. True. That was my point. They, yes. get, they get it first and quicker and understand so, things better than so we So Connect do. Church yeah. gave a huge shout-out to, uh, in this gender-crazy world, we gave a, a huge <laughs> shout-out to women um, in the passage this Sunday. So. Mm-hmm. Amen. For sure, for sure. Um, also, so when you went into uh, – this cracks me up every time. Like, You're not the only preacher to do this, so don't take offense to this. Well, we've got a long passage here today. Uh, we're going to read it. Let's all stand, stand. together. <laughs> you just yes. see everyone's face go, oh, oh dang it. Okay. We, we got rober size today. Yeah. So. <laughs> but anyways, sorry, that, that cracked me up as we're as, – um, I was watching. Um, yeah, yeah you, can, you can see it on about a third of the congregations. Like, I didn't yeah. come to get exercise. <laughs> yeah, and if you watch the live stream, you, Andrew, uh, Andrew and Ashlyn are on the front row, and you just see Andrew turn and go, <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I made that up. No, oh, no, if we're doing it for, like, praise and worship, like, I'm totally down for that. Like, I don't care. We'll do spiritual aerobics. But if we're just doing it for the Word of God, oh. I mean. <laughs> well, 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 the uh, – the, well, I can sit down and read. <laughs> When we first transitioned in our in our music ministry and stuff, this is before Tanner's time. And so, so, but man, oh my goodness! Every week, David Mills and I was getting our phones blown up by the uh, mature members of our congregation. As go, we didn't know we was going to get aerobics workout on Sunday morning. We got to stand up, <laughs> raise our hands, and do all this stuff. Yeah. And so they were like, "We just want to sit down and sing." <laughs> Here, here's what you need to do sometime. You need to try this out. So you know, used to uh, in the in our second set of worship i'd always say let's you know let's stand and sing blah 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 blah. and now it's gotten to the point where i don't even have to do that anymore because no no the the audience is usually standing before i get to the point where i would say let's stand and sing which is great that's good that's letting the lord the spirit lead and a handful of our people you know of our audience are the seven people that are listening to our podcast (laughs) the older (laughs) ones will remember is that back in the day is that a, is a song leader, not the worship leader, the song leader uh, would, you know, move his arm. And Music then he director. would say, uh, we're going to stand on the third verse. Yes. You know, yeah. Because so, you know, yeah. the second verse sucked, second verse. but the third was in, third ultimately verse, we're gonna, inspired. We're stand on the third verse. <laughs> so next Sunday, when you get to the scripture reading, d- just don't say anything and see if anybody stands up. Okay. You know, so we'll try to move into the, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It What's may a, be that you may have that awkward two or three be like, you know, are, are they going to stand up with me? Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, with the Bible reading part? Yeah, with the Bible reading. Oh, heck no. I'm sitting down. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a little shorter this Sunday, so I may not have it. I don't care. (laughs) Unless you tell me to on the Word of God, I'm probably not. Well, what I'm going to do is make sure they don't go to sleep on me. All right, so explain to me this quote from the uh, Honorable Bishop Reverend Dr. Charles Swindoll. Um, He didn't set out to frustrate ears eager to hear, talking about Jesus using parables. Parables, yes. but uh, that's another thing. Sorry. It's funny we still call them parables. You mm-hmm. know, like, why don't we just say, he, you know, he made up stories, you know, like, because that's what they are. Yeah, in a well, sense. the parables, though. This it, was Disney Plus before uh, Disney Plus. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, the, it, it, sort of. But the parable was different than a story. We're trying not to get technical, but I am. But uh, And that's what Swindoll was making is that, uh, and this was actually some church members messaged me uh, this week about, you know, why did Jesus use parables? In, uh, in, and they had a great question. Well, I, I'm sorry. I'm talking about just the word. The word parable. parable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. even the word parable. Because a, a new a new. Believer, seeker, come in here and never gotcha. heard the word parable before. What the right. crap is that? Yeah, you know, right? And I, that's valid, and it is. It's a, an earthly story with a heavenly, <laughs> heavenly meaning. meaning. Yeah. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I, I've said that in children's church too. Good yeah. night. <laughs> is that your Bible college? Uh, no, that was that up? was a shout out to uh, Craig and Stacy Grissom in <laughs> fourth grade mm. Sunday school mm. <laughs> back in the day. Here, yes. nice, nice, well done. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, but the, the difference is technically the parable is uh, different than a story in this sense. So, it, so it's a good mm-hmm. way to, to explain that. And I think that's why we still have to use the word parable is it's not simply a story. I mean, it is in one sense, but – and uh, I had a great question. that said, why did Jesus use parables? You know, it was sent to me. A couple of people did. And I said, well, you know, that's a great question. And um, the thing is, is that at this point – and folks were like, you know, why why was he doing that? Because in their in their argument was, if Jesus wanted everybody to hear, then he would just make it very clean, you know, very clear, and just teach. And that's what actually the Pharisees wanted him to do. But Jesus, and which is the whole point of this sermon, is Jesus was growing frustrated that the crowds were coming to see the miracles and they were coming to see the dog and pony show, you know, I mean, just put it bluntly. Yeah. And they loved the fact that Jesus was a great speaker. I mean, he was powerful. He was a great teacher. So he had the whole package and plus he could heal people. So that's awesome. Um, you know, I don't have that feature anyway. And so, uh, so, um, you know, he was, he was incredible. And so, but, but they weren't doing it and they weren't really listening. So Jesus at this point transitions. And that's what Luke begins with is he's, he sees, really letting his his readers know Jesus is frustrated. I'm frustrated, Dr. Luke is saying. Uh, Let me just tell you, Jesus began to teach completely out of parables at this point because parables are different than a a story in this sense, is that they really do have sort of a hidden meaning. In other words, if you're not on board with what Jesus has been teaching and you're really wanting to pursue God, you're going to get lost in the weeds of his stories. Uh, His stories were very intentional, but if you really wanted to follow him, then you're going to go, oh, wow, that is so cool and deeper. So it was really meant to sort of weed out those who didn't really want to follow what he was teaching. Which leads us to that quote that I started to say from Charles Swindoll. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Is it Swindle or Swindoll? Uh, how do you say Swindoll. It? Swindoll. Swindoll. Even though Tommy, he spells it the same he way. He does, right? exactly, yes. Tommy Swindle. But, anyways, but every yeah. time who's I see, right and who's wrong? Every time I see Tommy and Terry, I go, hey, Terry Swindoll. Swindoll. <laughs> he didn't set out to frustrate ears eager to hear. He used parables to make his teaching less interesting to yep. those not genuinely interested. 
And that's that's a pretty neat little quote when you really mm-hmm. think about that. Like, okay, I'm gonna use a story that's gonna keep the ones mm-hmm. that want to know, yeah. but it's gonna be so detailed and so yeah. whatever, it's so meaningful that the ones who don't really care, they're gonna tune out. Right. Yeah. Pretty neat. No, yeah. I thought it was pretty neat. Never yeah. heard it put that way before. Yeah. He he speaks to people at different education levels, speaks to people where they're at and everything else, so they can understand and do what he said, and that kind of played into the mm-hmm. uh, conversation we had about how I've. That I, I wasn't tripped up on like why Luke mentioned the women, but I've heard that phrase and t- I'm not, I'm shame on my Bible college raising. I've never fully, I don't think understood that phrase because it is all throughout scripture, not even just in Luke where Jesus says, he who has ears, let him hear. Right. And I've never, I'm not going to lie. I've never understood that. I'm like, well, no dip. We all got ears, like, <laughs> unless they're deaf. Like, I mean, then no. they still have ears. But I mean, like, but the point was, and what Terry even said in this sermon, that I've, I'm dead serious. I feel like I've never fully heard it explained, or maybe that just what God was trying to ex- explain to me in this uh, season or whatever. But it's the whole point of that was about applying it. Yes, you don't need to just sit on this. It's great, you know, about how to cultivate seeds and everything, but it don't mean a hills but hill of beans worth of good if you don't do something with it. Yeah. He who has ears, let him hear. Everybody is capable to hear what I'm saying, and that's why he spoke through a parable to apply it differently for other people that may have not understood it. He said it for us, the Marvel kids. Like <laughs> he said it in a way that we would understand. Because I like stories. I I learn better than through actual hands-on or illustrations like that too. And so, like he was saying it basically, and then he says, "He who has ears, let him hear." And un- and for real, until Sunday, I don't think I ever fully understood what that meant. But what it meant is that if you got ears and you're hearing what I'm saying. Go flip and do it. <laughs> Jesus is frustrated at this point, and he's frustrated that the audience is not, you know, really pursuing the Father. And, and we all know that because we know that the Pharisees were turning away and running away from it. So it really fits knowing and understanding Jesus. So let me ask you guys another question. I, got, I love doing Ooh. this. This is so cool. Did you not learn anything from the first segment? <laughs> you can talk and ask me all you want. You're not getting a response. Right. Exactly, yes. I feel like Ashley Stahl now. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is exactly. her life. This yeah. is her life. So <laughs> God bless that Very woman. Very much so, yes. That's so why she keeps having kids to talk to. So anyway. So anyway uh, so, we still like you, Tanner. Yeah, we do, man. We do, which, man. by the so, way, before you move on, um, I thought the first service really appreciated your burning the trash can story much better than the second service. Yeah, yeah, they did. They were so, actually, Yeah, you know, talking about random rabbit trail, too. Yes. Aiden Sheffield, one of our sixth graders and stuff, he comes up and he goes, Hey, you're more country than I thought. You were burning trash and barrels growing up. And I was like, No, that's my what dad. What the Sam heck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, we got waste management. I have no earthly. And then, of course, I was in second service and I'm like, Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway. So, so, so um, what, have you guys, you know, obviously been to Bible college, uh, sort of? And anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I was there, but my ears were not hearing. <laughs> yes. And so, uh, and anyway, uh, Tanner was the star speaker. I was there, but I got sent in the hall. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was always late. So uh, anyway, um, but, you know, you guys have been around church all your lives and heard, you know, this passage, missionaries and all this stuff. We always talk about the seed and the soil. Uh, I just found it very interesting that really it was different than I've always heard it when you really studied in the context into what Andrew was just saying. It, it, yes, it's about evangelism in in some senses, but it's really more about discipleship and the fact that these guys are not following Christ. You know, they're hearing the word, but they're not doing it. And it puts a whole different light on the story. It really is not meant intended for us to use it as a motivational tool per se to go out and get lost people. It's really meant to say to the church, 
pick up your game, man. Uh, start doing this stuff. And, you know, so anyway, did, is, so I, is I'm there any interest? A, um, let me ask you guys. So did you, had you always heard it that way that I had presented it, that it was always from missionary stories and all that? Or a kind of, no, not really. I was going to say, I'm going to have a more self-righteous no. answer to that, but no. Um, yeah, because, okay. No, not really. No. So I'll have a self-righteous part and then I'll humble myself. Is, okay. I've, I don't know if he, you probably don't remember. And I don't know if you were here yet, Tanner, but when Aaron and I came and did like a little discipleship conference, it was 2017, 18, maybe we did. It was quote unquote revival. Yeah, we I was came. here for that. Were yeah, you here? You, I, I think that. you were, had just Your started here. Yeah. It was uh, fall of 18. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually came back and <laughs> did a, did a discipleship Good conference morning. and I actually <laughs> mute his mic. <laughs> we, uh, I actually preached on that passage. And so, you know, i that's why I sound self righteous. I, I and sang that, so mercy that night. Yeah, I remember that. Night. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, 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 that's why I say I'm sounding self righteous in the fact like I always knew that was about discipleship because yeah. I've preached that thing. But then I have to humble myself, and because in the same passage it says, "He who has ears, let him hear." I just didn't touch that verse because I had no <laughs> idea what the heck it meant and stuff. But to be honest, uh, Terry probably did a what way kind better of preachers job. Preachers, are you bringing in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Terry did honestly a great job of just explaining the the true meaning of that text and everything too because it doesn't matter if we don't apply this to our lives we need to be that good soil we need to cultivate god's word in our heart and we need to prepare our hearts for what he has for us whether before we actually dive into god's word ourselves or on sunday mornings or uh wednesday nights or before connect group or whatever like anytime we're intentionally going into god's word we need to prepare the hearts prepare our hearts for to receive whatever he has for us i always have the word picture of you know, throwing seeds out on the ground and birds coming and eating them and taking them away. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, hearing from God involves spiritual warfare. Yeah, I think that... Um, spiritual uh, warfare is not fun. No, no, no. And it's, um, you know, I, uh, the quote that I gave here, and I think that just summarizes the point uh, the best. We win the spiritual war of hearing when we hold on to the word like a soldier trained never to lose or surrender his, or surrender his weapon. Gotcha, they got you over there, uh, is a typo in my manuscript. Anyway, um, but now to me that, you know, we tried to bring that out really well, Sunday, is that, um, you know, it's nobody would be in a battle and they train, you know, I gave the illustration Sunday of, uh, uh, for our folks is the, you know, with Mississippi, everybody carries a gun. So anyway, uh, when you do your concealed carry and they're telling you, you know, that if what's the point of doing all this, if you don't have your gun with you, because if you leave it in your car, you leave it wherever, then, you know, when you need it the most, it's not mm-hmm. going to be there. And I think that's the point Jesus was making to what Andrew just said. It, the, really the text is about preparing your heart, the soil. And so if we're not, allowing if we're not being in church and sitting in the services and allowing the audience and people around us and we just you the holy spirit and if it's not just about hearing it and and intellectually and yes you can watch you know and we want you to listen to our podcast and we want you to do all this other stuff but it just takes it to a new level whether it's the music whether it's the preaching whatever it is there's something about being around god's people uh, that it just takes it to that level that the holy spirit speaks into our lives and then uh, your private time with god you know that's it's why we would you get up in the day and go throughout your day without, you know, especially if you were going to battle 
And in this case, which is way beyond my illustration of concealed carry, you know, the Ukrainians every day, everybody's carrying a gun with them because you got a Russian army that's trying to destroy you and can't. And I mean, that's serious. These guys, and they would never even, you know, go to the bathroom now in Ukraine and in um, that country in Ukraine and without carrying a, a weapon with you and because you're fighting for your life. And so how much more dangerous, and I think that's what Jesus was making the case for, is he said that, and he says it in the text in verse 12, that the devil is constantly robbing you of truth. And the reason you're frustrated in your life, you're frustrated with your marriage, the stuff that you need to help you deal with that as a parent, as a husband, as a wife, the very truth that God wanted to help you get through your week with, you're allowing the birds to back to Tanner's thing to come and pick it apart because you're not there present to let God speak. <laughs> um, I saw a video on social media yesterday or the day before. It was yesterday. Um, it was a church around here in this area. I don't remember which church it was. Somebody just shared it. And they had all their kids lined up on the front of the stage and they were doing Bible sword drill. Yes. And like, I, I thought like, man, like, you know how we feel about mm-hmm. that type of right. <laughs> CTS, that stuff, you know, I don't have to go into all that, but gosh, I would love, like I had a thought and like, I'm going to, I want to do that. I want my kids, I want my kids to know how to, you know, if I can say mm-hmm. Psalm 46, 10, go find it in the scripture, right, you know, right. yeah. you know, like, I don't know. That's their weapon. Yes. They yeah. need it. They yeah. need to learn it. So I'm like, I'm not all about that competition part of it, right, all that right. stuff of it. But um, so I know it's a little bit of a rabbit trail, but to Tanner's point is the other day we did a whole series for four weeks on the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. So we were going to the same passage over and over. Well, instead of me just reading it from my Bible or using the pictures right. and stuff like that, the first week I had them, we have like just some Bible sitting on the table. So, you know, some of them had to share or whatever, but I had them go and get it. I think there was one kid in children's church that knew how to find, like if I said, yeah. John, go find yeah. John 8, you know, and stuff like that. They could actually, they knew where to look in the table of contents or they knew like how to, it's a, but parents, like this is kind of what we say. Yes, there. I think that was a benefit to like having things like Sunday school. And yes, we want to teach them elements of that in children's church and stuff too. However, like Tanner said, parents, this is where you disciple at home. Yeah. This is where you prepare the their soil at home and everything else. Do that kind of stuff at home. Teach them the basics of you know having yes. to know find and find scripture. Like Tanner said, it's their weapon. Yeah. And if you know or if you don't know how to do it, talk about it in your connect group and go through it with them and stuff. Like you know, it's it's just as simple as that. We got to be prepared and stuff. And like Terry and Tanner just yeah. said, you know that it can start in the home too. No, I, I think that, you know, that there's a balance to what, you know, you guys just said. And so, yes, it's important to be able to teach our kids how to find the, the things in Scripture. But at the same time, you know, I grew up in a generation where, you know, I did Bible sword drill and we did all those things. And yet, while we were doing Bible sword drill and, and we were doing that in Sunday school and in church, uh, half my class was sleeping with another person and they were doing drugs and alcohol. They could find all the references in the world, mm-hmm. but Nobody was, you know, we didn't ever read those verses. All we did was look them up, and we didn't really sit down and apply them. So to Andrew's point, discipleship happens in our homes. And so it is our job as parents to sit down a couple of days a week, uh, take 10 or 15 minutes, and say, hey, you guys look up these verses. And ouch, as they do that, (laughs) then uh, we'll talk about them because it's not important that we can find them if we don't really at what Jesus's message was today. What good does it do for you to hear if you're not listening? Which, by the way, sorry, random last tidbit to that, too. I know it's a little bit of a rabbit trail, but I even had one of the kids ask if they could use their phone and their Bible app on their phone. 
in order to like pull up the scripture and they legit did not know how to find it. Even though when you do it on your phone, yeah. you literally just right. select a book and literally chat like, and it does it for you. And they didn't understand what the big numbers and little numbers meant and everything else. But you know, to Terry's point, that's, that's the point of doing this stuff at home too. Right. Absolutely. The more we hear, the more we receive from God. A very mm-hmm. short point. Yeah, and it's uh, <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> but, and again, uh, we've all heard the story. You know, let your light shine. But to me, I've never ever heard anybody explain verse eighteen with it. Is that you know we've always heard you know use this as an a, you know a launch point for evangelism, and it can be. But again, his point was, and this is a different point that I've ever thought about, is if you're not talking about what you're learning from Jesus, you know, back to Ashley and Tanner's, you know, relationship here. So if you're not, um, you know, hearing and listening to the conversation and then going back and talking about it, uh, Jesus is saying, I need you guys to come tell, you guys need to be telling and talking about what you're learning from me. And if you're not going to do that, I'm going to take it away. And verse 18, that's, that's a whole different take on the light story. Hearing yeah. from God changes your loyalties as we wrap up here. Yeah, and finally, uh, final piece is that, um, you know, we just, I mean, it is what it is, but, you know, it's to me it was the best way I could possibly do it um, is to just let the church family know, you know, that what God has done in our lives is by following him in our lives. He, you know, yes, we've lived five to 11 hours away from my parents and my kids um, and my grandkids, but God has replaced that relationship with, you know, 600 people that come to our church on any given week, not the same week, but uh, <laughs> that we're responsible for. Gosh, at imagine least. if that happened. That would be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> so they're going to surprise us one Sunday and everybody's going to come and we're, we're going to be going, what? Anyway, but uh, 600 people in our church directory uh, that come once a month, at least. And so, um, you know, those are our family and we have many grandparents and we have many grandkids and um and so it's uh it's cool that god gives us different loyalties and blesses us with many relationships good deal check out that sermon on our facebook page our church website vimeo or whatever uh you can listen to it on the sermon playback podcast app which you can also find that on our website as well. Uh, what's coming up this Sunday, Brother Terry? We are moving quickly through the chapter 8 of uh, the Gospel of Luke. And so it's uh, we're, this Sunday we're going to be talking about, we're going to do a little, oh yes, we're going to do a little walking on water and there's going to be some pigs that die. And so the hogs, mm. the, the hogs are going to get called uh, this Sunday. When the roll is called up yonder, we'll be there. Man. No, they're going to get called down the Sheol. <laughs> they're going to sort of go over the edge. That's the churchy word for the bad you place. Know what? We were a sacrifice for, that the Lord could use. Yes, okay. yes. The hogs are going to get called Sunday, so yes. They lost to the blue devils. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good lead-in to the worst of the best, yeah. so yes. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be, man, we talked for, about that for almost 30 minutes. Where are we at there? Yeah, 30 minutes and 30 seconds. (laughs) That's like a record. Come on, Daniel. All right, Daniel Tucker, here we go. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. 
our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. Yes, come connect at Connect Church where you can experience connection in a connectivity way. It's <laughs> a nice plug. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I forgot to do any dumb questions today, so we're going to not have any dumb questions uh, unless y'all got any dumb questions. Oh, I had one. Hold on. All right. Go for it. No, I, like, I had it, but I, give me a second. All right. Well, you'll keep think talking. Keep talking. We'll get into our, uh, our favorite segment, The Best and oh, the Worst. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Simply the best. All right. I'll start with my best, then we'll go around the table. My best, I saw a video of rescued sea turtles being released into the wild. Done. (laughs) (laughs) So where's all this talk about basketball? Shut Uh, up, Terry. (laughs) Speaking of the lead-in, it would have been so perfect if last Sunday would have been in in Luke chapter 8, verses 21 through 35, about the hogs and and going down to the The Lord didn't want it that way. No. (laughs) So, so, uh, yeah, it it would have been so perfect. But anyway, speaking of... You know, if you hadn't had diarrhea, it probably would have been. (laughs) It's true. That's very valid. Very valid. So, yes, we've been on on schedule. So, uh, speaking of the... the, the demons being cast out of the hogs and uh, anyway i mean cast into the hogs um so yeah my my best obviously was um uh, in, in, in all fairness if we were going if coach k was going to go out um it would have been you know to, to arkansas would have been a respectable you'd rather him go out to arkansas than north oh, carolina heck yeah yeah and, but i mean mm-hmm. when i say that it, arkansas is a good basketball school yeah, so yeah. the only thing that i didn't want to do is they beat us in 94 and so this was a you know redemptive part for us in that part so now yeah i'm a little nervous but you know hey bring on the powder blue girly color i honestly i don't think i'll watch a lick of basketball the rest of the way (laughs) oh come on man dude you have to watch yeah that's that's like epic dude have you learned how to spell Shashevsky yet? Uh, I never knew. Coach K. <laughs> K-Y-C-Q. <laughs> I don't even know his first name. It's just Coach K. Uh, no, I mean, I mean, in all seriousness, no one can complain about back-to-back Elite Eights. Yeah. And I'm not going yeah. to. You know, yeah. so. no, this is, yeah. Especially from the uh, Ole Miss and State decade fans. and a half of dormancy <laughs> that we had yeah. after oh. Nolan. You know. and, tr- and truth be told, you could just see it on the court that night, is um, Duke was a better basketball oh, team. Oh, yeah, we're just too, way t- too big for us. And, and, right. We and and, and your, your, your center played out of his head. He played. If if the yeah. rest of the team would have played up to his level, you probably yeah. would have beat us. But, but yeah. he, he, this is the stat, and I'll preach it till the day I die, and, and you can argue with me all you want. You can't go nine for 24 on layups. Oh yeah, wow. layups. Yeah, I mean, make four of those, and it's probably a different ball game. And in, in the way it's in played, defense, no. though, Duke does have the greatest shot blocker. In, oh, absolutely, in, in college basketball. You got to finish. So. Yeah. You got to finish yeah. around the rim. They were scared mentally of him, though. I but. saw a shot chart after the game, and there was sixteen oh, little yeah. X's on under, the under rim. the basket on yeah. the rim. Yeah. Like, it, was, it was hilarious. <laughs> anyway, so my, yeah, that was your best, Duke. Yeah. All right, what was your best, Andrew? <laughs> I have nothing. <laughs> I'm completely unprepared. I I don't know. I like spring. (laughs) 
My my worst of the week is uh, we're selling our house, moving in. We got a home inspection report and nitpicky crap on a home inspection report. <laughs> trying to fix the, this. Is, I'll let me give you one example, okay? So, and this is all I'll say about how it. Do you, how up. do you feel about it? And I'll shut up. Like, <laughs> okay, so on the home inspection report on our storm door, there is a um, what does he call it? A, not a stopper. Um, Mm-hmm. A closer, a storm door closer. That's yeah. what it is, the storm door closer, okay? Well, there's one on the top, yeah. okay? And then evidently there used to be one on the bottom. Right. And that's that's gone because there's one on the top. Right. But the the uh, hinges are still on the, sure. on the door, okay? So, like, it's just, yeah, you can tell there's something missing there, but you don't need it because there's one on the top. Yeah. yeah. You only need one <laughs> What did they one, come one back hinge. and say? You got to replace that storm door closer. Okay. So I went and bought a $19 storm door closer and put it on there. Now you can hardly open the door because there's two closers on it. <laughs> this is what you want. This is what you're getting. Right. Well, wait, Sorry. time out. So they did the home inspection on your house. Yeah. And then the people that are buying your house requested that yes. be taken yes. off? Yes. Oh, well, in their defense, that's not the home inspector's no, no, no. Fault? They went through he's, the list and yeah, decided he, what they wanted he, replaced. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just so you guys know, Tanner had a little outburst during <laughs> the break about this about how yeah. nitpickiness or whatever yeah. okay i was gonna about to say i'm not gonna lie i completely disagree with you on that from the home inspector's opinion like you're paying them to be picky you want them to be yeah. picky however the people like every little thing that has right, to be right. done That's to improve your house okay i'm following you now well, yeah, no, I agree I'll, give you one, you. I'll give you one more okay? I, I i wholeheartedly agree with I'll you give on you that one, one more they're on the garage door electrical box up on the top, right? There's there's a stress clamp missing for, for the electrical wire to the box, right? And on the re- inspector's report, it says could be a trip hazard for if you know because the wire is not um, the stress clamp's not on it. Okay, so who's walking on the roof upside down to trip over <laughs> the stress clamp? You know, I'm like. So we put a stress clamp in there. You know. apparently, oh, yeah. apparently, this clamp is giving you stress. <laughs> yes, it sure is. <laughs> oh, but anyways, all right. That's my worst is nitpicky home inspection reports and stupid stuff. I got you. So not the home inspector. I'm following. Okay, I'm with once you on that we, one. Once we get off the air, I, well, I told you about what they what yes. they really wanted. Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just so you guys know, a lot of times when we do the best and the worst, sometimes we are prepared. We just can't actually share our words. Yeah. yeah. On the air. <laughs> Uh, I don't really have a worst either. My kids are healthy. <laughs> I'm, I'm really simple. <laughs> you went all, you went all week without be... going to the doctors. So. Yes. <laughs> Good night. Um, I'm still paying on the hospital bills. But other than that, I don't, I don't know. Like, I didn't have anything super great. Super. I mean, Ole Miss isn't playing in anything because we suck. Uh, Ole Miss got knocked out of the number one spot for baseball. So They didn't get knocked know. out. They got swept out. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Bite I, me, I think, Tanner. Did they, <laughs> did they even win a game as number one? When they got ranked number one? I can't remember. I know they lost I'd, their first game ranked as number one. I had not actually followed it at all last yeah. week. I just knew we're not number one anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care that much about baseball. Who cares about baseball? We're still oh, no, the, they we're, did. They, they, they won two of three versus Auburn last weekend. Okay. No, we're still in the final four, guys. This is all that matters in life. It, no one cares. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I could care less. Um, but living in North Carolina and, listen, and literally not having a dog or a devil or a wolf pack or anything in that fight or whether the freak a Tar Heel is, it, um, I am excited for this matchup. It, it actually is going to be really cool, cool basketball because you got four elite basketball I, said, I was about to say this right here. 
This is the final four that nobody wanted. Right. Okay. I mean, it's very true. Sure. It's it's you're right. You got Kansas, Nova, Duke, Carolina. That's all good that's basketball. Four schools. absolute basketball powerhouses. Right. Wait, who who but else I would have much in? rather had Miami versus Nova and Arkansas versus St. Peter. I'm just telling yes! you that right now. No, I'm no, just no. saying I'm with you on that one. The world 100%. wanted that final four. I wanted St. Peter's in there. Hundred yeah. percent. This is gonna be good basketball. Yeah. Wait, was Nova and Gonzaga in the same bracket? No, Arkansas yeah. beat Gonzaga. So who? Wait, wait, Nova so, beat um, Gonzaga was supposed Houston. to take out Arkansas. So Duke, and, yeah. Duke, Duke was one that took their spot. Okay, yep. never mind, yeah. never mind. I was about to say if it was no, Gonzaga, Arkansas and then, took Gonzaga's spot. <laughs> right, Duke right, took yeah. our spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Correction. Yeah. Anyways, all right. So that's our best and the worst. Go uh, Devils. Updates on our tournament <laughs> challenges. Uh, the local eateries bracket. I literally wrote down. Eh. Who cares? <laughs> no, I mean, it's got like less than 20 responses each round. I mean, like, it's not. Although I need to know who in the world has voted for this, that we've got nautical whimsy, which I'm, I'm not just like I'm, I'm completely unashamedly saying this yeah. one better win or I'm freaking going to riot in Tupelo. I'm no disrespect to this other place, but really nautical whimsy and Hardens? No, who is it? Who? Who? No, yeah, that'll, Hardens be, that'll or, be a final matchup if they both win, which they're no, very sorry. much. Yeah, on. who's it? Who's in the final four? Um, I can't even remember now. I, I just knew it was ridiculous the way that this is matched up. Like these are not even same tier restaurants. This would be a no brainer. Like somebody voted for Papa V's over Nautical Whimsy. I think it's Connie's. Maybe Connie's is in there. Like, chicken is in there. Yeah. I'm sorry, not even the same tier as like Woody's and Nautical Whimsy and half of these other things. Like, hey. why is this even a question? Who you know, is voting all, for this stuff? All 18 people that have voted. You know, you got to respect their opinions. I, <laughs> I didn't think the average age of the voter is so, 175. So I, I don't know if we'll. Uh, I don't know if we'll do a, another bracket last year. It's not worth my brain power. Um, <laughs> I'm invested in this one, Tanner. Uh, well, yeah, you and the 17 other people. I am. Vote. And uh, if you, I, vote, I, if you didn't vote for Nautical Whimsy. So three of the voters are in this room. Okay. You're, yeah. you're entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> I love the subject. So anytime yeah, you yes. food. I do too. I was very surprised at some of the... Uh, Apparently, nobody likes food as much as us preachers. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Chuck is leading and is has a very good chance of winning the ESPN wow. bracket challenge. I know, dude. That is crazy. Of course, if, if Duke wins the whole thing, that'll knock, knock him out. But He's never even watched a full basketball game. No, I think he got three out of the final four right. <laughs> That's crazy. Think, yeah, so. how many, how, what's his max amount of points he can get for this? Do you know? I don't know. I don't care anymore. I, that's why I didn't bring any oh, Okay. <laughs> Tanner's, Tanner's ill. Chuck, Chuck, back, Chuck back in the day was a really great softball player. And, uh, you know, I mean, he was an awesome left fielder. And But I, I got him to play on the basketball team for like two games my very first year here at church. And then I sat down and I go, Chuck, uh, man, I love you, but softball season's coming up. Why don't you Maybe play? Maybe this is not for you. That's right. Yeah. Let's see. Let's Which, by the way, I think this is Tanner's fault for putting me as the assistant coach or something like that on the softball sign-up and being like, seriously, y'all don't want me nowhere near that softball field no. you absolutely not you i could be an assistant basketball coach you can run but you don't want me nowhere near that softball here's what field. we're gonna do you're gonna run for me after i get on first yes i can be a runner <laughs> i did that well, i did that you too. didn't sign up for the team and i've already ordered jerseys so wait okay. what no i'm saying you don't want me anywhere near the oh, softball oh, i got you I got yeah you. i was like if i said i can be an assistant basketball coach but not you don't want me anywhere we'll, near we'll that just baseball put him in run for me after i get on yeah, first. that's fine that's i fine. could do that all right. Well, that wraps up the podcast. Y'all got anything else? I do. Say? Hold yeah, on. Go ahead. I do have one question. stupid question. Dumb question. I thought of it. Wait, Wait, you want me to hit my button? Yes. Okay. Let me hit the button. Let's see. <laughs> so that way we can have our uh, dumb questions intro. 
Um, this might be a stupid question. Uh, there's no such thing as a stupid question. What a stupid question that is. You ask a lot of stupid questions. Can I ask a dumb question? Better than anyone I know. Go. All right. So, if you drop the soap on the floor, is the soap dirty or is the floor clean? That's a very good oh, question. Yeah, I like that. I like that one. I like that. That is good. But then I also watched an episode of Friends the other day, what? and Joey and Chandler brought this up, and yeah. apparently Joey and Chandler, he didn't know it, but Joey was using his bar of soap, and he said, think about the last thing I washed and the first thing you washed. <laughs> well, when you started that, uh, I was going to other places with that story, yeah. so I'm glad you... <laughs> Get your In minds prison. out the gutter. <laughs> or Bible yeah, co- or Bible college Taylor, shower. Yeah, Bible college. That's how Taylor's measure pants. Yep. In prison. All right, Bible, Bible college shower. Thanks for listening. <laughs> (laughs) Share the podcast. I dare you. (laughs) Y'all have a good week.